Hey everyone, welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. My name is Mike and I'm here with my friend who is our veteran reseller. Thanks Mike, appreciate that. We're at episode number three of our Pure Hustle podcast. Number three. Now, you see, last episode, I thought we were doing it because we had two in, but now we're three episodes in. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> Thank you all for listening. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to our first two, make sure to go back. The first one is all about why reselling and just kind of how we arrived to reselling. And episode two talks about why eBay is, is a platform to get started. So on this one, we want to talk a little bit about research. You think that's a good topic? Research, yeah, research is probably, if you're just starting out, it's the most important topic for you. It's, it's, the, it's the thing that's going to keep you from losing money and going to make sure that you are making money. Okay, that's good. And, and we always want to make sure, like, we are saying, hey, you can definitely make money, but it's not a guarantee. But, it, you know, the chips, you know, are definitely stacked in your favor, right, in the sense that if you do your research – uh, you're going to make money. Yeah. And, and you know, I think I'd, I, maybe I'm a little more aggressive than you on this, which is funny because I'm kind of the timid one that's just getting started. I, I do think you will make money. Now, are you going to be able to quit your job and make, you know, a million dollars this month? No, that's not going to happen. I really don't know a lot of yeah. eBay resellers no, yeah. or, or any resellers really that make a million dollar pure profit. Yeah. No. Unless you scale up and you have multiple employees, but that's for another show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not thinking, but, but I think to say, like when you mentioned, like, it's not a guarantee you'll make money. Now, it's not a guarantee you'll make money on each item. But if you, well, you're going to make money, I think, 95% of the time if you're doing your research. If you do the right research, if you stay relevant, I, I think it's definitely doable. Yeah. So Absolutely. so let's talk about that. Talk talk to me about, okay, just let's start with a, a story real quick. Tell me tell me about how research played a part, aside from the, the Doug decoy from episode one, aside from the Irish houses, and then the skin caliber. Is there any other items you would say in your short time that you've been able to research and find that you can make money on items? You know, there's there's quite a few. And, and I know you told me not to talk about the duck decoy, but I am going to for a second because this is the item I spent. This, this will never. This is going to be a meme. You understand the, that, the, right? It's going to be the duck decoy. Yeah, I think that's good. It should. We should make the meme. Or one of you guys should make the meme. Yeah, do it. Make the meme and send it to us at hashtag pure hustle cast for Twitter or on our Instagram, that would be great. That was not planned, by the way. Uh, none of this. Do you, are you planning any of this? Because no, I'm not no, planning any no, of this. So. Is, we're trying to keep it organic. All yeah. right, go ahead. we got to be real, right? Yep. Be real and relevant. And reselling. And reselling. Okay, that that was not organic. And and today we're going to be talking about be researching, too. So we're going to throw yes, that in there. We'll just for the today. Fourth, fourth hard. Just for today. Be researching. So you so. could be right. Yeah. Be, be right. Is okay, okay. Fifth we, we, oh, got, no. we got to move on. We got to okay. move on. All right. Okay. So t give me a story. Okay, so... Going back to our the the duck decoy, there was literally like nothing on it besides like a, like an initial that I couldn't really read, and like I spent probably a good thirty minutes like looking up online trying to find this like initial, trying to find, and finally I found the actual website of the person who handcrafts these and sells them. So I was able to actually find the exact model number of the duck. Um, and, and all of the, the details about it to, to post up, which is what allowed me to make uh, such a big profit on this item. Um, that so, Tell me again, what was the profit? You spent 4 bucks. I spent $2 to $2, buy it. $2, okay. And, and I think the total was like $45. And you charge shipping, yep, right? Yep, yep. So at least a clean, like, let's say $37. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, that's good. And so how much time do you say your researching took? You know, I probably spent 20 minutes... That's probably about right. 
Okay. And would you say it was worth your time? I mean, you made $37 in 20 minutes? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, not in 20 minutes. I mean, you probably spent another 10 minutes listing it. Yeah, taking some pictures. And yeah, it's it's it was worth it. Now, a part of the researching, I think there's I think there's two elements of researching that we can talk about. The first element is uh, researching out in the field, right? Like, is this item something that's going to make me money? Is it worth buying? Does it And were work? you okay, like, pulling out your cell phone in front of... That that was. Did you like go hide in a corner at the garage sale? Yeah, that's a little awkward. In fact, I actually had one um, this last weekend when I went garage selling, where I was looking at a pair of boots, and I was doing that. I was looking them up on my phone, and the lady was like standing over my shoulder, like trying to watch me. So I'm trying to like walk around and look at other nice. items and like look up this, and she's like watching me, and so I'm a little nervous about this. Like, okay, like I'm gonna try and offer low on these, and she wouldn't budge. Right? She was like. $40 for the boots. And I'm like, oh, I was, you know, I now, was. Did she see what they were going for on eBay? No, she didn't. She okay. she was like, she, she she could tell I was looking stuff up. And these were the item of all the things I was researching. These are the ones that, that had profit. So she could tell I was kind of looking stuff up. And I was able to talk her down to 15, which wow. was pretty good. So she went from I'm not budging on 40 to 15? To 15. How how'd you get to that place? You know, a little bit of um, just... Did you give her a wink or something? No, or there like... was not. You know, I, it started off with two pairs of boots because there were two of them. One of them was much nicer condition. She wanted 40 each. So I put them both down. I was like, oh, okay, well. And so I started looking at other items. And I was like, well, I was going to give you, like, how about... I was going to give you 20 for both pairs. And she's like, no way. Like, they're not worth... You know, they're worth way more than that. And you know they're worth more than that. And I was like, oh. And I was like, well... How about 15 for one? And just after a couple back and forth, she was like, okay, I'll take that. Um, so it, it ended up working out. And she even made this comment as I was walking away. She goes, if you sell those for $100, I'm going to be mad. And I just kind of chuckled. And uh, I did sell them, not for 100 I think I got 85 So, you know, I don't she understand. won't be mad. Well, were you going to, like, drive by her house after and go, look what I sold look for how much? Money. Yeah, no. Um, but I think that's part of it, too, is is – not everybody wants to go through the process of listing something um, on eBay. And I think you probably have ran into that before out in the, out and about where somebody says, well, I'll just sell it online. Um, and, and chances are if they're having a garage sale that they're going to list the items that don't sell online, it's probably pretty low. Um, so I think most people are going to be reasonable and say like, okay, I'll take half what I was wanting for this because I know I'm not going to sell it any other way. So why, why was research an important part though in that negotiation? Well, I mean, the, one of the big parts is I know nothing about any brands, right? Like I, I know a few brands, like the really, really popular ones. Uh, but but through talking to you, through looking up a few things, uh, which I, I know this isn't one of our update episodes, but I'll just throw out there as a quick bolo: uh, Red Wing shoes and boots. No, you see that brand? Money. There's money there. Pick so, them up, even if they're scuffed. Pick them up. Yeah. So I, that that was where the research went before I went garage selling that weekend. I had, you know, looked up like different brands, uh, things that were selling. So, I'd, you know, type in shoes on eBay and see which ones were selling for the highest price. And and you did this before you went out. Before I went out. So I was like, okay, wow. you know, um, and I might be mispronouncing some of these. So I was like, okay, Cole Haan. Okay, that's a that's a brand that you know, there's some money there. Uh, the Red Wing. Uh, there's some money there. So I looked at a few brands that I, I kind of had in the back of my mind to look at before I even went out. It's interesting you say that. There's actually a reseller I, I've, I've followed for the last few years, and he, I know initially he was spending, like, every morning he would spend about, you know, with his coffees, 15 minutes checking sold and would filter it out to highest price 
on on whatever item just so he can ex- extend his knowledge base. Mm. And you kind of did some of that, and, and they ended up helping you out, right? So that's one that's one way of researching that is very valuable, right? And that's that's easy. I mean, eBay makes that information available for you. You go to Solds, you can do this on your desktop, on your laptop, on your phone. You could put highest price, you could put lowest price. Sometimes it's also important to check most recent. Mm. All right. And so and and the reason I say that is because if you put highest price, something might have sold for a lot of money. Mm. Right. So, you know, this has happened to me at times where I find, let's say, a certain shirt. Right. Let's say it's a Harley shirt or something. And, you know, I, I find that somebody has sold this Harley shirt for a hundred dollars. I'm like, wow, I can make a hundred dollars. Right. But if I look at it again, I check most recent there's been another 15, 20 pairs that sold for only $30. And one of the things I think you also have to look at, and I didn't even really think to do this uh, except for when me and you were at the thrift store and I found that skin caliper, you had mentioned to me, I said, oh, some of these are selling. Episode one. Episode one. If you haven't listened to episode one, you got to go back and check it out. Okay, back to your shirt. So um, I see this skin caliper and I see that, I'm like, hey, Orlando, some of these are selling for like, you know, almost $200. And one of the things you told me to check was check to see if people, if how many are are currently listed, right? Because I think that's important to look at too, not just what they've sold for in the past, but if, if let's say they've sold for, you know, whatever price, $100. And then you look at what's listed now and you see that there's 50 of that same item listed at $35, well, chances are you're not going to be selling that item for $100 anytime soon, right? True. Because it, there's it's a flooded market. So not only looking at sold listings, but kind of looking at the unsold to see how many how many are currently listed and, and about what are they selling for. True. And and you don't know, like going, going back to the Harley shirt that sold for 100 and all the others sold for 30 that could have been the first time that shirt, shirt appeared on eBay for a long time. Uh, there are, you know, things out there that are not free that you can pay you know, a subscription for, like, Terra Peak and Worth Point that can give you data that goes past 90 days. So, you know, those of you who are veterans, you know that eBay only goes back to 90 days. But, you know, at times, you know, you may sell some, see something that's sold for a lot. And the reason it's sold for a lot is because at that point in time, that person needed it right away. Mm. And whatever they found, they said, hey, I'll pay whatever money. And so you have to make sure you do the research because you may have even end up with a bad buy. You never know. Uh, so let me share with you a little story about you talked about, you know, check how many are being sold and what's out there. So it's kind of interesting. I was at a thrift store and, and my uh, my son, who at that time was three years old, he he, he always liked taking off on me like in thrift stores like all the time. And uh, and so this one time it actually paid off. Um, we were at a thrift store and, and he took off into another room and I'm like, hey, where are you going? And I chase after him and I see this this plush, this Lion King plush. And it's uh, it's Simba, if you remember Lion King. Mm-hmm. And is it Simba? Yeah, it was Simba. And, you know, it was going for $15. And so I went on eBay and, and I looked at comps and, you know, they were selling for like, you know, 20, 30 bucks. And I thought, well, it's selling for 15. I don't know. And, and then I saw some for like 50, 60. And I'm like, you know what? It's worth again. Oh, and by the way, it was half off on that color tag. Oh, nice. So it was 15 so it was like seven fifty, I think. Mm. It's been so long. So I buy it, and I could have just listed it, you know, for 50 60 bucks. But then I noticed that the larger Simbas 
from a certain era from like I want to say the 90s. I hope that's when Lion King came out or maybe early 2000s. I can't remember the year. It's been so long. We're selling for a lot. If they're larger, we're selling for a lot of money. So there's mm-hmm. some of these, some of these, you can look these up online on eBay that if they stretch across, you know, they go for four or $500. Wow. So I was like, wow, like, okay. So I'm, I kept researching and I kept looking and I didn't find it anywhere. Wow. Like mine was like a stand-up one. Like he was kind of like, you know, establishing himself like on a cliff or something. And so I, I did all that research and I thought, you know what? No one else has this one listed anywhere, and it's around the same time frame. And I know that around the same time frame that others are going for a lot of money. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to throw this up, and I always throw this magic number. I'm going to throw this up for $1,000. I I do that all the time. So if I find something that no one else is selling but things that are comparable to the same time or very similar to the item, I'll just throw it up for $1,000 or best offer. Okay, so you're telling me – you have no idea comps on this thing, and you're actually putting one with three zeros behind it. Yes, that's crazy. Well, okay. actually, that's okay. awesome. I mean, nine ninety nine point ninety nine actually. Okay, okay, it sounds a little better, right? All right, yeah. Well, you know, it looks better. It's not a thousand dollars, and people have different theories about that, and that's for another time. But I've done, I do that all the time, and so I thought, why not? Right. So it paid off doing the research, and this is why. So within a couple weeks. You know, I got an offer. I was getting like a hundred or two hundred. So I'm like, wait, like people are willing to pay that this much for this item. So I thought, I'm gonna hold out because I know others around this time frame, you know, were selling for about five hundred. So I held out, and and it was a long tail item. I I held out for eight months, and then somebody from the UK offered me five hundred and fifty dollars. Wow! And then they were willing to pay a hundred and twenty dollars shipping through eBay's global shipping program. You better bet I accepted that offer, and sure enough, I sold it. So, you know, the lesson in all of this is I've, I could have right away, you know, done the quick flip, sold it for 50, 60, and I'm sure some reseller would have picked it up and done what exactly what I did and sold it right. for $500. But I took the extra time to research, and it was very much worth my time. Nice. Now, is that something you would um, recommend doing, like, on a, a regular basis, is to put listings for higher value than they're typically going for and then accept offers or it depends on the model. I mean that's the model that's worked for me. Okay. I've always I've always found, you know, auctions, you know, unless you put it at the dollar amount you're comfortable with, like you you run a gamble with auction. Unless it's something like you know that people really want and you've seen people bid a lot on it. Like, you know, the research would probably show that for most items, auction isn't the best way to go unless you're trying to sell it really quick. But even for like the buy it now, 30 day, you just kind of leave it going. You don't allow an auction. So let's say it's an you item. Mean with no best offer. No, with best offer. Okay. Yep. So best offer, 30 day. So you've got an item like that. Would you suggest listing at higher value or a higher amount than everybody else is currently selling the item for? Like, do you think there's value to that or should you I, I list think lower is. than everybody it, else? It's really weird. So, I don't know, and there's other resellers that talk about this, but somehow, and here's some things you got to think about. First of all, you have to have have you have to have good pictures, and, and you have a quality picture. So, I'm a big fan of a white background. There's some people that use like a rustic background and so on. I just like the white background because it looks clean, mm. it's crisp. I make sure I always take, you know, if I can take 12 pictures, I take 12 pictures, right? Every angle I can, and so on. And then I will find the highest price that it's sold for, and I'll sell it for a few dollars more, mm. or I'll list it for a few dollars more. 
and I can explain it, but I think it's about this idea of a value proposition. Like somehow people believe that if they pay more for an item, they're getting a better value, mm. even if it's the same item. So, and I don't know about the psychology behind it, but I have sold. And I would say most of the time I sell my items as some of the top dollar items. Mm. Now, you know, it's June right now, right? So if somebody offers me 50%, I may take that offer just because I'm trying to move inventory. But for the most part, I hold out. But again, it's all about creating this pipeline. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Now, now I've heard you mention, I'm going to change topic a little bit. Um, you've mentioned June being a, a slow month. Um, I haven't really, I, I haven't been experiencing that. Man, I've been doing really good. Let me tell you, let me tell you something I sold um, just like last week. I bought a pair, I was at a thrift store. And part of doing research too is <clears> like knowing where to go and what maybe days you should, Maybe to go. you don't need your phone. Oh, I need my phone. What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. We're talking about research. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I go into a, a thrift store. You got to know like certain days um, they have specials, right? And the special at this thrift store was all shoes, $4. And so I thought, okay, like I'm going to go during this day, during the week to see the shoes. And they had a pair of shoes that looked strange to me to start with. And as soon as I looked at them a little, uh, you know, closer, I realized that they were cycling shoes. Okay. Okay. So, so they've got these cycling shoes and it was, um, they were specialized was the brand and I actually ride a bicycle and it's, it's a pretty sp- random brand specialized shoes, specialized. Sho- well, I, I ride a specialized bike, so I know that that's oh, a okay, top okay. quality so bike. I'm not a bike guy. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, I mean, it, or at you least would, a bicycle guy. Bicycle, yeah, you would think normally like, you know, certain brands like Trek, right? Like, you know, that brand specialized if you're not in the cycling world, but I knew that that was a good brand, but I had no idea what these sold for. Cause I, the cycling shoes I wear are like $30 shoes I got on Amazon. So I look these up and used they're selling for, you know, like $200. And I'm thinking, oh, this is this is a lot of money for used shoes. Now, the shoes that I was getting were an older model that were pretty messed up, right? Like, they were scuffed, and I couldn't find any comps that were as bad as the pair of shoes that I found. Okay. okay so they were pretty scuffed. Yeah. They were really bad. Um, but I was like, you know what? There's other ones going around this price. So the only research I could really do was – trying to figure out what model it was, which I couldn't even do that. I knew it was several years old. It wasn't one of the newer models of the shoe. Um, and I listed it, and I ended up making uh, well over $100. Wow. Yeah. And you paid how much for these? $4. Nice. So you'd say the research paid off. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right? And and I think I already bugged you about this uh, on the side. They were carbon, right? Carbon fiber uh, bottom that, shoes, yeah. And they played a big role in how much they cost. Yeah, and, and if, if you don't know anything about cycling shoes like yeah you might not know to look for that but but going forward if i ever see cycling shoes uh, again i'll know that oh if there's carbon fiber bottom uh, it's like soles for these shoes chances are there's there's money to be made in them okay so talk to me let's say you know have you experienced where you go on ebay and you just couldn't find any comps did you find other ways to research like to find hey what should i list this at? is it worth it for me to buy you know i've been pretty successful uh, just utilizing the eBay, um, you know, app itself, finding stuff. There's been a few things that I can't find while I'm out and about at garage sales. And if it's kind of an item that I'm not sure about anyways, maybe I don't think it's going to be a big profit. If I don't see it on eBay, I'm probably not picking it up unless it's like seems really special. Um, 
But for the most part, I found everything on eBay. I haven't had to do too much research outside of, of eBay, but what are some what are some sources I could use if I do run into that? So, for example, sometimes I run across hiking backpacks, and there's some money to be made on hiking backpacks, but, you know, you might find a backpack that is nowhere on eBay. There's no comps. There's no, you know, you have no way. And so what I've done before is I kind of start Googling whatever words, like whatever items. So I recently... I came across uh, an old Jansport hiking backpack, mm. and I didn't find anything on eBay, so I went to Google, and I went to Google search. And then when I searched, I still couldn't find it, so I went to Google Images, and I just kept you know, scrolling through pictures until I saw one that was like mine, and I, I came across one. And it took me to a store site, like an REI or something like that, and it was the backpack. And sure enough, in this research, I was able to pull all the keywords that I needed for my listing and I saw what it was going for. Like, it was discontinued. It wasn't sold anymore. So I knew I could still sell it for good money because people like discontinued items at mm. times, right? Or maybe it's that backpack that that really worked out for them or their sentimental value. And so it was really helpful. Mm. Uh, another thing I, I knew sometimes is, you know, um, if I'm finding, you know, items and I, I see the comps and I see the solds, but I'm like, wow, like, do I really want to hold on to this item for a long time? Mm. And so I know this is kind of weird. I know I'm going to delve into Amazon a little bit, but uh, I'm a fan of using the Amazon seller app for eBay. So let me explain a little bit. Okay, yeah. So Amazon seller, do you have to be an Amazon seller to use that? or? Well, yeah, you do, but you don't have to be selling on Amazon. You just have to have an Amazon account. So if you have an Amazon account already, like you're buying on Amazon. And so like a regular Prime account will work for this? No, it won't, but the login credentials will. Okay. So what you'll do is you'll download the Amazon seller app, and then I'll ask you for your login credentials, and you'll be able to use the app. Okay, so you don't have to, like, sign up for extra stuff. You just download the app if you're already signed up for Amazon. Correct. Wow, okay. And there's a scanning function. And if you've come across something that, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to have this for, mm. you could just scan it. And what Amazon will do, they'll give you sales rank. Right? So, for instance, uh, you know, toys, if, if they're ranked less than 100,000, they're going to sell, you know, pretty quick. You know, it may be a few months, but you're not going to be holding on to that item for over a year. If it's a selling rank of less than 50,000, you're going to sell it less than six months. If it's a Mm. selling rank of, you know, within a few thousand or even the hundreds, it's going to sell pretty fast. So what you can do sometimes if you're out and about, you had talked about in one of our podcasts, I think the first one about look out for new items. If you Mm. come across a new item and you're wondering if, if, you know, on eBay, it doesn't tell you how long it's been sitting. It'll tell you that... It's sold within 90 days, but you don't know how long. Mm. Well, Amazon, will be you'll be able to tell by the rank. The lower the number in the rank, the faster it'll sell. So it's just another just another item to think about. Yeah, I'm going to have to start using it. So even, even if you're selling on eBay, so if you're just starting out, you're like me, you're selling on eBay, you could use the Amazon seller account or Amazon seller app in Correct. order to kind of determine how fast it'll sell, which is really helpful. In fact, I recently just found I'm kind of, I'm a little mad at you, Orlando, that you haven't told me this yet. And, and maybe it's my but, fault that I, I didn't. Uh, hey, I'm only a phone call away hey, or a text away or a podcast away. That, that's true. So in the search bar of eBay, there's a camera icon. I never oh, noticed right. it. I have, yeah, we haven't talked about this. Yeah. And so I clicked on the camera icon one time and yeah, you can scan for barcodes, right? So those new items that you find you can scan and and it'll show you, it'll pull the items up right away. So you're not typing in the name of this 
uh, specific item and trying to search it that way. So yeah, so the Amazon seller app and the eBay camera scanner definitely saves a lot of time. After oh, oh sorry, did you just sell something? Yeah, I just had to take it off on a on a Hawaiian shirt. So. Nice. Well, you got to share. What, what oh, it was, uh, really? But everybody sells. This. It was just, it was just a your typical rain spooner shirt, reverse print from a while back. I paid like five. I don't remember. I've had this forever. Okay. I paid like five bucks for it. But hey. How much it, did you sell it's for? June, 35 bucks. Nice. It's June. I got to take the offer. Yeah. So now I'm going to, and so hopefully, you know, please know I don't take low offers all the time. So if you find my store, you know, please know. <laughs> I'm a big fan of 60% or plus on an offer. I'll probably take the offer. Really? Yeah. Okay. And that's for it's another good. time. But I am a big fan of don't fight for every dollar. Mm. Right. Sometimes you got to accept a low offer to get the algorithm to kick in and begin to get you more sales through eBay. No, not, not not saying that's true. That's more conspiracy. What I'm sharing right. with you. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so I don't I don't know anything about the algorithms, how that works for eBay, and uh, her her name or his name or whatever his name is Cassini, I think. Or maybe it's a new one. I don't know. But I've heard, it, we'll leave that for our conspiracy episode. Gotcha. All right, conspiracy episode is that a couple weeks from now? We'll we'll throw that in there. We'll throw that in there. Uh, let's give it a few more weeks. All right. Let, 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 hopefully, we'll have a lot more listeners by that time nice. who can share us their conspiracies. Yeah. And so, if, speaking of which, if you're listening to this show and you like it, you enjoy what you're you're hearing, um, you know, we're not paying for advertisement at this point to try and get our name out there. We could really use your help. Tell your friends if you're selling, you're making money. Uh, on on eBay and and you find what we're doing helpful, let your friends know uh, about Pure Hustle Podcast and use the uh, the different social media networks. Uh, specifically, I'm really a big fan of Twitter. Send us your hustle of the week, right? Hashtag Pure, Pure Hustle Cast, right? And then just hustle of the week. Tell us what you did, how much money you made, uh, and and we'll just we'd love to share that with the world. So and you could also follow us on Insta Pure Hustle Podcast and Facebook Pure Hustle Podcast and Snapchat Pure Hustle Cast. And we'll be uploading videos on YouTube at, at a certain point. Yeah, we're everywhere. Ubiquitous. Just find us. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> Pure Hustle Podcast. Anyways, all right. Let's get uh, enough about throwing that out there. Okay, so where were we again? Yeah, uh, researching. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I shouldn't have taken that offer. See, but I had to make that money. All right. So, oh, you talk, you're you mad at me. Remember? Yeah, you're, like, angry the about yep. the scanner thing. And so, I wasn't really angry. So it's kind of new, though. I mean, eBay, I think, in the last couple of years started using it, and they, nice. they their catalog's getting better. So that's another way, I would say. And they also have this image search, which I find is helpful. And Amazon does the image search. Does it work? I saw that, but I was kind of a little leery. I haven't used it too much on eBay. I know it works on Amazon okay, for the most part, but I'm pretty sure eBay is getting there. So with that image search. So just find a way. To me, research, you know, and I know we got to wrap this up here soon, but you got to do your research. You know, you if, if you want to make sure that you make that money when you buy that item, right? And, and a lot of people say that, right? You make that money the moment you research and you know how much it's going for and you make that hustle and you buy it at a good price so you have a good margin of profit. It's going to take research to get there. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? No, I absolutely agree. How much time, I like that you mentioned another person that that spent time every morning kind of waking up and, and researching items that sold. This, like doing this, what I've kind of realized, even though it's my side hustle, it's not, you know, it's not my full-time job. It's not your pure hustle? It's, it's well, you know, I'm a pure hustler. It's just, this is one of my hustles. Okay, you know? I get it. All right. So, um, you know, it's, there's different components to any job, right? Like, 
it's not always at the garage sale. It's not always at a thrift store. It's not always taking pictures and listing items. Part of your work, I feel, every week or, or potentially every day, depending on how hard you're willing to hustle and how much money you want to make on this, part of that work is you know, listening to these types of podcasts, watching some YouTube videos, looking at things that are selling, and just learning brands. Like, honestly. Oh, huge. You know what? I, I, I feel bad that we kind of glossed over that. You know, I've been reselling for a while, but when I first got started, I mean, the reason I, I was able to find things to make profit is because I watched so many hours of YouTube. I remember I would go, you know, when I was going garage selling, I would play a video. I wouldn't watch it while I'm driving, okay? But I would listen to it. And, you know, people would mention certain items. YouTube's a huge place. Instagram's a huge place to find information, aside from what you're talking about. But, you know, listen, there's been a lot of people that have been doing this for a long time. And there's a lot of good information out there that is free, that you don't even have to pay for. Now, there is some paid content out there that I, I think it's worth it. Uh, but that's for us to discuss another time. But I would definitely say the, the information that you can gain is is all around you. Yeah. So so do the research. Um, consider it part of the job, right? If you spend whatever amount of time you put into it, I think you're going to get exponentially larger return, right? So if you're researching an hour a week, you're going to see an increase in your profit margins and how much money you're making. If you're researching two hours a week, that's one extra hour. But I think the amount of gain extra you're going to get in the items you're selling, the items you're buying is going to be more. And make sure you're multitasking. I mean, whether that's you're listing items on eBay while you're listening, whether you're packing your items. I mean, you know, we have the ability now, you know, with I, I put on these ear pods and I'll listen to a podcast while I'm listening. It's easy. Yeah. So and, and so, you know, speaking of that, our next podcast next week that's going to be coming out, it's going to be one of our update uh, podcasts. So we're going to have, um, you know, our bolos on there. We're going to have our hustles of the week, uh, some things we've sold, some things we've learned. Uh, so you know, make sure you're tuning in and you're listening to it uh, because we might be talking about an item that you're passing every day at a thrift store or that you didn't buy at a garage sale that we could tell you about. And, you know, remember to share yours with us because the more we work together as a community, the more money there is to make, uh, I think, for all of us. All right. Thanks, Mike. Hey, thank you all for listening to our podcast. Make sure you're doing your research. Do your research. Right. And to be real. Be relevant. And be reselling. All right, guys. Peace. Late.